This is the Limo Show 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 Show. guys welcome to this video and in this video we're gonna talk about what chess can teach you about dating you might think that chess and dating are opposite things it's kind of weird to make an analogy with chess and all of that but I'm gonna show you in this video that chess very much relates to dating and there's a lot of synergies between them actually and this will help you have a deeper understanding of both seduction and chess and this is gonna make you make better decisions as well in life in general so really pay attention to this video because this is going to be a good one so success with women and playing chess are very similar and i personally love playing chess i actually play chess almost every day i go on chess.com every day i do a blitz game so basically in chess you can do you know a 10 10 minutes game 30 minutes game a game without any time even you can spend hours uh, or you can do like a one minute, two minute, three minute game, and that's a very intense game. And usually you kind of lose on time most of the time. You're gonna lose on like who's gonna, you know, have the most time at the end of the game. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really cool, you know, I, I like to play chess because it trains your ability to think. It trains your ability to strategize, to make decisions quickly. So that's why I love playing chess. And the more I learn about chess, the more I, you know, I, I take I, I took a lot of chess chess courses. I actually took a chess class um, because one of my clients is actually a champion, uh, chess champion. So I, I took some classes with him. And the more I learn about chess, the more it makes me reflect about dating, about life, about business. And I can see the overlaps. There's actually a lot of overlaps uh, between that, between, you know, chess and all these areas of life. And when it comes to dating, Chess and dating have five main similarities, okay? The first one is pattern recognition. When you learn about chess, you have to recognize patterns. You have to recognize, you know, some of the common mistakes or some of the most common things that make you fail. Well, same thing with dating. You have to quickly recognize the patterns, what works, what doesn't work, and you have to learn how to make the right moves. Second point is making the right moves. Um, so first, recognize the patterns, then make the right moves, and then you have to practice uh, the right moves until the right moves become second nature. And it's the same thing with dating. With dating, if a guy is super inexperienced with women, he's gonna make a bunch of mistakes. Uh, maybe he's gonna chase her too hard. Maybe he's gonna he, he's not gonna communicate any intent. Like he's gonna be very platonic, very friendly, etc. Uh, maybe his body language is gonna be off. There's so many mistakes that a guy can do with a girl, and. When, he, when a guy understands what are the right moves to make, what he needs to do, etc., and he practices those right things, it kind of become, it becomes internalized. It, it, just, it just becomes the way he does things. It becomes like second nature, right? Um, and that's the, the fourth level of competence, which is unconscious, uh, sorry, unconscious competence. So you have four levels of competence. Okay, the first level is unconscious incompetence. That's when you don't even know that you, that you don't know. Then you have, uh, I think it was uh, conscious 
incompetence. So you, you start to know that you actually don't know things. Then you have conscious competence, which is uh, you start doing the right things, but it takes you a lot of conscious effort to do them. And then you have unconscious competence, which is the last one, where basically you don't even have to think about what the right moves are. You just do them because it just becomes second nature for you. It's like brushing your teeth. You just do it. You've done it so many times. Okay. The fourth thing is long-term and short-term thinking. Okay. There's a lot of similarities between those because sometimes in chess, you're going to have to sacrifice a pawn or something to get to, uh, to, to, to attain a level in the game where you can do a certain move or you have to sacrifice maybe an important piece to get to a square that you want to get to or to liberate some space in the game so you can you know, attack even harder. And same thing with dating. Sometimes in the short term, you're going to have to, you know, uh, either make an aggressive move or, you know, put the pressure off so that you can re-attack and do the next move. So for example, uh, before sexualizing things, well, you have to build compliance the right way. You have to build rapport the right way. You have to kind of like make her feel like she can trust you, etc. And there's a lot of things that you need to do in the short term that are going to pay off in the long term and vice versa. Um, and sometimes, you know, you want to have a quick one night stand, but she wants to have something long term and you have to manage those expectations. And so there's a lot, a lot of things. Okay. Now, fifth thing is managing time and resources effectively. So that's another one as well. You need to manage the tempo of the game during chess. Sometimes you play with the clock, so you have to play fast. Same thing in your life with women, etc. If you let women take all your time, if you spend all your time with a woman, uh, obviously you're going to slack off in other areas and she's even going to lose attraction for you because you just, um, yeah, you, you just like prioritize her over your purpose, over what your goals are, which is very unattractive for a girl. Like a woman doesn't want to be the center of your life. A woman wants to be a supplement to your already amazing life. And she wants to feel like you have options, that you're abundant, that you have plenty of good things going on already. And she's just there to ride the wave with you. You see what I mean? So that's one thing. Now in chess and with women, nothing should be left to chance or luck. You have to act like a chess player. You have to take the steering wheel and you have to make a strategic, I mean, not a strategic, strategic moves, plural, uh, that you can, that, that can put you ahead. So, you know, usually it's not about just one move. It's about making, you know, a series of moves that are going to lead you to the right position in life. And same thing with dating. And there's no luck involved. Okay. Like if you lose, it means that somewhere at some point you fucked up. Same thing in life. You must accept full responsibility. If you're fat, if you're poor, if you are not having any friends, not having any girls, it means that at some point in your life, you didn't take the right actions that would be aligned with those goals. Like for example, if, you're, if your goal is to be a millionaire and you're not, it means that in your life, you didn't take the right actions that would be, uh, that, will, that would lead to you being a millionaire. You know, same thing with women. So you have to accept, uh, you have to accept full responsibility. Life is the same. Okay. So there's no draft. Everything is unfolding. You can't go back. There's not like a magic, uh, a remote control. I remember there was a movie uh, that I watched uh, a few years ago where uh, there's a guy who has a remote control and he can 
put pause on time and go back on time or go back in the future. Well, there's not, it doesn't exist in real life. Okay. You don't have a rewinds button, like everything unfolds. Same thing with dating, you know, like when you're with a girl, you have to make moves quickly. You have to, everything unfolds. And in the moment you have to make the right moves, the right decisions. You have to, you know, make the right, um, verbally you have to say the right things at the right time you know but overall consistency pays off if you consistently engage in the right moves in a conversation with a woman in business you going to the gym consistently doing the right things in chess making the right strategic moves well if you consistently do that you're gonna win now if you view life like a chessboard imagine your life is a chessboard right now okay then here's an analogy the movements of the king in chess is basically a representation of the limitations of a man's life because in chess a king can only move from one square to another he can't be like the queen and move across the board well like like you know like in one move he can move from you know the the bottom of the chessboard to the top of the chessboard he can't do that a, a, a king can't do that in chess he can only move like from one tiny square to another Okay, but a queen has unlimited movement. She can go from one square to another square in, in an instant. And that's bas that basically represents women to some extent, especially beautiful women, because beautiful women can have anything offered to them on a silver plate. Like she can be in some tiny city in Texas, broke, alone. But if she's hot, she can... Basically, a, a millionaire in Dubai can just fly her out in a day and have her on his yacht and she can have everything paid for. And so that's the queen, right? The queen has unlimited movement. She has a lot of power initially. The king is the most important because without him, the, the game wouldn't be even be the, the game, right? But, you know... The, the king has limitations. He has to level up in life slower. He has to, you know, he has to climb the ladder slower. He can't just go from zero to a hundred like that without actually, uh, unless he, you know, he wins the lottery, unless you win the lottery or something, um, you can't. You have to go step by step, right? Same thing in life. Now, the rooks, they're your brothers, right? They're your brothers, you can count on them, etc. The bishops and the knights, they're your allies. And then the pawns are your staff, you know, the people you hire, the people you can, you know, pay money to, to, to do some task or whatever. And then they can become something greater uh, through hard work. When, once they've proven that they were, um, you know, truthful, honest, hardworking, then you can upgrade them. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of the, you know, the pieces in the board, and then you have to make the right moves with all of that. Yourself, you have to make the right moves one step at a time. Um, at some point, you, you, you're going to have to find your queen, and your queen is going to have to be there for you as well, support you, etc. Um, and uh, your queen, if your queen doesn't serve you in some in some way, uh, then you're going to be very, it's going to make you very, very vulnerable. If you have a queen, if you have a female in your life that you need to protect, that doesn't give anything back, then it's, um, you know, it's a, it's a sticking point. It's, uh, it's, you know, it can really hinder you, right? So in life and with chess, you have to make, you have to make the right decisions regarding your queen. You know, you have to choose your queen 
you know, you have to make the right moves with your queen because your queen is, is very important. Uh, if you pick the right queen, you make the wrong moves with your queen, man, you're fucked. And if, you're, if your queen gets eaten, you know, if your queen makes some, some heavy mistake, it can cost you a lot. So that's one thing. So winners, when it comes to success with women and in business, are men who've been engaging in multiple consecutive right moves. Okay, and examples of, here's some examples of consecutive right moves. So number one, an effective allocation of time and energy. You have to allocate your time properly, your energy properly, and you have to know where you're gonna spend your time. Because if you spend your time on some bullshit, on some Netflix, on some watching some porn or whatever, then obviously you're not gonna have the same outcomes as the guy who's gonna, instead of watching some Netflix, he's gonna watch a fucking course on how to make more money or whatever. See what I mean? Or he's gonna actually make the money. It's gonna be on a sales call, making calls, you know, cold calling people, whatever, you know? So two different outcomes. Now you're gonna to have to invest in the right mentors, coaches, because nobody, and I mean nobody, gets to a high level in life without actually learning from previous people who achieved what he wanted to achieve. Whether it's Steve Jobs, whether it's Elon Musk, whatever, you name it, any, any guy, Jeff Bezos, they all had people they learned from. You can't reinvent everything. You have to learn from people. When you learned mathematics in school when you were younger, you, you didn't tell yourself, oh, I'm just gonna reinvent mathematics. I'm just gonna go and learn mathematics from scratch without any book, without any teacher, without nothing. No, you probably had teachers. You probably had to learn from other people who figured this shit out before you. And same thing with money, same thing with fitness, same thing with dating, okay? Uh, because otherwise you waste an enormous amount of time and you know, even after wasting all this time, it's not even sure that you're gonna figure it out. There are some things that are just like, you know, you can't just figure it out by yourself. It would take you decades and you could die along the way. So, so that's one thing. Now, the third thing is thoroughly going after the right women. As I said, you have to pick your queen wisely. Uh, you can have multiple queens, but then at some point it's great to pick a queen. Um, at least one main chick and then some side chicks, but it's good to have one main chick at some point. I truly believe that. Uh, then, you know, you have to, to take care and prioritize your health because I see a lot of rich guys who don't prioritize their health and then it catch and then they, you know, it catches them up. I mean, after they, they get like a, a huge injury or they get a cancer or a tumor or something bad happens and, you know, unfortunately money can save them. So you have to prioritize your health. That's a big one. And then growing your network effectively, both locally and globally. Uh, I'm actually launching an app for entrepreneurs who want to network with other entrepreneurs. It's called Meatworth. You can go to meatworth.com, uh, find out more about it. But, you know, it doesn't have to be my app. It could be anywhere. You can network everywhere. Um, but, you know, networking is going to be very important. You're going to have to pick the right people to associate with. Uh, you're the, the average of the five people you surround yourself with. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Uh, so definitely you have to pick the right friends. Now, winning the game is just a byproduct of making the right strategic decisions, making those right moves. And if, you if you're constantly moving forward in life, making progress while avoiding fatal mistakes, fatal errors, who can really stop you from being what you're destined to be? Nobody, right? If you move through life, you progress through life without making any mistakes and you make the right moves, you're gonna get to your destination at some point, unless you die along the way, which would be unfortunate. But Normally, you should get there. At least you would make a tremendous progress compared to the, the average person, 
right? And same thing in chess, you know, same thing in dating, same thing everywhere. And like chess, dating requires a strategy, an end goal. You know, if you approach the game with carelessness and you rely on luck and you don't know what your strategy is and you have nothing going on, you're going to end up making the wrong moves. For example, if you don't know what type of woman you want to attract, you're just going to settle for any woman that comes. You're just going to settle for some average five or four, three and a half out of ten, whatever. <laughs> like some average fat ass feminist who's going to give you a hard time. Okay, so, you, you know, you don't want to be that way. You have to make the right moves, know what type of woman you're aiming for, know why you're there, why you want to approach her, what your intentions are. Same thing, when you approach a girl during day game, right? Let's say you see a girl in the street and you want to approach her. If you don't have any strategy, if you don't know what you're doing, if you're just relying on luck and you don't even know how, like how to convert her from a stranger to actually you guys going on a date, she's going to reject you or she's going to give you like some bullshit excuse. Like I have a boyfriend, I have to go. Sorry, I don't have time. You have to get clear on everything. What type of woman you want to, you want to attract, what strategies you're going to use, what's the end goal. Everything needs to be clear. Okay. In chess, for example, your goal is to protect your king because if your king is surrounded by, you know, some of the pieces of your opponent's, uh, your opponent's pieces, then, you know, he's going to checkmate you and then you're going to lose the game, right? But you want to protect your king while capturing your opponent's pieces, right? Now, in dating, your goal may be to protect your heart while winning over someone else's heart, right? Your goal might be to have a lot of options with women, you know, make women fall in love with you, make women, you know, be there with you while protecting your heart and having options and without falling, falling too much in love and being too needy and all of that. That, that might be your goal, okay? Or your goal might be to find an incredible woman to build a family with, to build a legacy with, uh, while, while not wasting your time with the wrong women, you know, while, you know, without wasting your time, while doing this effectively, uh, while, you know, crushing it in your other goals, in your business, right? Your goal might be that, you know, to, to find a wife while making a lot of money without wasting time. That's your goal. You have to be clear about it. And both involve the, the ability to anticipate the opponent's next move. Okay, you have to anticipate the moves. You have to anticipate, um, for example, with women sometimes, you're gonna see some a few red flags in the beginning. Okay, you're gonna date her one time, you're gonna see a few red flags. And some guys are not gonna pay attention to them. Some guys are just gonna, they're gonna say, oh, okay, yeah, no, it was nothing. You know, they're gonna have a second date, a third date, a fourth date, and they're gonna ignore those red flags. Um, and at some point, it's gonna catch up with them they're gonna cheat on them or they're gonna do something that's gonna that's gonna waste their time or maybe they're gonna i don't know the woman is gonna get pregnant and um the woman is gonna give him a, give them a hard time or something i don't know could be anything but you have to anticipate the opponent's next move okay uh some girls sometimes you know they're there just for the money or they're they're there just to profit from you and if you're easily gullible uh you can spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in a woman that that was only interested in your money right so you have to anticipate the moves you have to read between the lines and understand everything and it involves critical thinking it involves problem sol problem solving skills when you're um you know when you're in a nightclub and you have to 
you know, solve the logistics of the girl. For example, the girl is with her friends, but they have, you know, uh, maybe a bachelorette party and she has to stay with her friends and uh, now, but she wants to come home with you at the same time. You have to solve the problems. You have to find a solution so that her friends are happy. She's happy. She can come with you without any problems, without her friends judging her, without her friends telling her that she's a slut because she came home with you, etc. Like you have to solve problems many steps of the way. Okay. There's a lot of, there's a lot of things. Um, but yeah, regarding mentors, as I said, one of my, you know, one of my clients is actually a Lebanese uh, chess, chess champion. Since I started taking chess classes from him, I made unbelievable progress. To be honest, I can't believe how much progress I've made uh, since I took classes with him because really when you get a mentor, um, instead of just fumbling around doing like some, just playing games, you just like, you know exactly what you need to work on. And those things that you need to work on have the highest leverage, they have the highest ROI. And so you can just save months and decades because you're doing the right thing at the right time for you. And he knows it. Your mentor knows it because he's been through the process and he knows what's best for you at that time and what you need to do exactly. And we only have limited time. So if you don't, if you don't make the right strategic moves with your time and you don't learn from other people, unfortunately, you're going to pay with your time and you're going to die. So the best move is to actually save time and learn from other people. Now let's talk about the three sacred phases of romance. So there's actually three sacred phases. Now, in chess, there's actually three distinct parts of the game that a person must master to become a chess champion. Uh, and I'll tell you later what those parts are. But same thing, in dating, there's actually three parts you need to master in order to become great with women and really crush the dating game. So in chess, there's three phases, three parts. There's the opening, the middle game, and the end game. Now, similarly, in dating, in romance, there's usually three phases. There's the initial seduction, where you approach her, you build some attraction, you get her number, whatever. Then there's casual dating, where you date casually, etc. And then there's relationship. That's the end, you know, a relationship, or you guys are fuck buddies, or you guys are, like, there's, it's, a, it's a thing now, you know? So those are the three phases, you know? And with experience, you become more discerning, and you start to notice that with each phase, you need to interact a little bit differently. You're not gonna necessarily do the same things in the initial seduction phase as in the relationship phase. You know, in the relationship phase, there's a few more, a few other things you need to do or there's a few more skills you need to um, incorporate to that. You know, and the, the skills you use in the initial seduction phase aren't exactly the same skills you use in the dating or relationship phase. It takes a different set of skills. Now, they build on top of each other most of the time, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's different phases, right? There are some overlaps, but it will take a different set of skills for each phase. And these three phases, like these ones, initial seduction, casual dating, relationship, can also be broken down this way. So initial seduction, is it's basically initially attracting them. Then casual dating is basically successfully dating them, going on dates with them, knowing what to do during the date, how to conduct the date, etc. And then the last phase, which is relationship phase, is basically retaining them. Okay, it's basically like obtaining them, then dating them and then retaining them. Obtaining, dating, retain. Okay, and those are kind of the three phases. 
And remember this, obtaining women is different from retaining women. There's a few things we need to do differently, okay? You're not gonna retain a woman the same way you've obtained her. There's a few, I mean, your game is gonna change with her, right? Now, obviously a lot of things are the same, but there's other things that you need to do. Now, obviously, some of you are not gonna wanna retain every girl, that's normal. Some girls you're just gonna have sex with and that's fine. You know, some girls you don't wanna have something long-term with. Most of the girls is gonna be that way. Uh, but you need to master these three parts, okay? And you need to be approaching dating with a strategy, the same way you approach a game of chess. Okay, as I said in chess, there are three phases, the opening, the middle game, and the end game. Now we're gonna see how those phases in chess relate to dating. So the opening phase in chess, which is kind of the initial seduction phase in dating, are similar in the sense that, you know, for example, in chess, like obviously when you open with the, the, with the first move, that's the first move that really uh, sets the tone for the game. You know, you, you know, during the first moves, you can set some initial conditions that are gonna impact the rest of the game. And same thing in dating, it's kind of the same. How you initially approach her and how you initially attract her is gonna set a certain frame for the rest of the interaction you have with her, right? And the initial conditions you set when first meeting a woman are very important. Like first impressions are very likely to stick, first of all. And second of all, usually she has decided whether she wanted to fuck you in the first five minutes of, of you talking to her. Like she knows uh, from your body language, your energy, how you speak, your charisma, like she knows whether she wants to have a date with you or not. Okay, so that's one thing. Like initial seduction is very important, you know, and the, the frame you set in the beginning is gonna set the tone for the rest of the relationship. And so, for example, if you initially attract a girl with money by paying her a lot of expensive shit, by, you know, always paying her stuff, you're gonna set terrible initial conditions which will end up leaving you broken alone because at, at some point, like, why is she there? Probably just for the money because you accustomed her to her giving you attention only when you give her money. And so you're buying, basically, it's almost like a prostitute, like you're buying her attention for money, her time, her, her body for money, right? You're just, you're just buying her expensive shit or you're buying her stuff on OnlyFans or whatever, or on, sending her money online just so that she can spend time with you. That's a terrible initial condition, right? On the contrary, if you attract her with your boldness, your charm, uh, with your with you being well-spoken and you have the right communication skills She'll likely enjoy spending time with you even if you don't provide a lot of financial resources just because She really likes you. She enjoys spending time with you. You provide her with some emotional uh, Satisfaction like she she likes spending. I mean whenever she spends time with you 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 fulfill her emotional uh, I don't know like every everybody needs you know, uh, I mean, everybody needs to have friends, people that they can have fun with, enjoy their time with, and, you know, just uh, let go. And, and, you know, women are going to enjoy your time with you for you, not just for your money or for, for anything, you know, so that's what you want. Now, as the game develops, the opening phase moves into the middle game. So in, in the game of chess, once you start making your first, I don't know, let's say four or five moves, 
Then you enter the middle game where now, you know, there's higher stakes, right? So the middle game is kind of the casual dating phase where you start dating the person. And that's the phase that really matters when you start actually dating because the initial seduction phase is a stepping stone to lead to the casual dating phase. And the casual dating phase is actually the most important phase where you're gonna determine whether it's the right fit or not, whether you guys are gonna get along. And when you start having potentially a sexual relationship and a relationship that's deeper, right? And in chess, this is the most important phase also because it will either make or break the game. You're, you're either, you know, either that, I mean, if you, if you win the, the middle game, usually you're gonna win the game. Okay, but if, if you didn't play that well in the middle game, then the end game is going to be tough for you. Um, well, in, in dating is the same thing. I mean, in, in dating terms, after you've initially attracted her by meeting her in real life or online, then you need to meet her again and properly date her. And how you conduct the date is very important because, you know, if you don't conduct the date the right way, you're going to lose your chance of seeing her again. You're going to lose your, your chance of closing the deal. You can be very good at initially attracting women, at approaching them or having a, a good conversation with them for five minutes, but you can suck at actually having a real date that lasts like one, two, three hours with a girl and you can suck at that. Like I, I've seen a lot of guys being great at having like a two minute conversation, but when it comes to having like a deeper thing and really like conducting the date the proper way and closing the deal, that's when they fail. Okay, so this is a crucial phase. Um, and this is the phase also where you wanna screen her. You wanna screen whether it's the right fit for you, whether you guys share the same values to some extent, etc. So, you know, this phase is crucial. And then after the middle game in chess, you have the end game. And this is, you know, where the whole game leads to ultimately is, is the final phase. Either you have a winner or you have a stalemate. Most likely you're gonna have a winner Stalemates happen when the basically the king can't move anymore. It happens, but you know it's very rare. But in dating terms, on a macro level, the end game is what comes after the the phase of casual dating. So after you've dated like two, three, four, five times, then you can decide whether you want to pursue a, a relationship with her, something really serious. Uh, you want to retain her long term, or you want to stop seeing her, and it's over. Okay, so that's the end. Okay, that's the end game. Either you retain her or you stop seeing her, you move on to the next. Okay. Um, so, yeah, and that's basically some of the overlaps you have with uh, dating and chess and all of that. If you have some others, if you have some other overlaps that come into mind, please drop them in the comments or DM me. I'd love to have more insights and I'd love to, because I'm always thinking about these things. And uh, whenever I'm thinking about this, I'm always trying to add some other points to this collection of similarities between chess and dating. So if you have some other similarities, let me know. Um, I'm sure over time I'm gonna gather more, but those are some of the main ones that I wanted to share with you today. Now, I wanna talk also about the importance of accelerating your learning curve. As I said, when it comes to learning chess, when it comes to learning business or anything, you can't reinvent the wheel. If you want to become a great player, you have to learn from other successful players. Like when you look at uh, some of the best chess players in the world, all the grandmasters, they had to analyze hundreds and hundreds of previous games from previous players and they had to learn all their moves. 
when you know Magnus Carlsen, he's the first number one chess champion in the world. He memorized. He has like over a hundred or a thousand games memorized in his head of exactly what previous players did before him. And he learned from dozens of other mentors. He learned from famous other famous chess players like Kasparov or other people, you know. So trying to learn chess just by fumbling around by yourself is a huge waste of time. And this is exactly the same things when it comes to business, when it comes to dating, when it comes to fitness, everything. Why would you reinvent the wheel when the game has already been figured out? You know, to become great in all these fields, you need to learn the right strategies from the right mentors, and that's how you get ahead. Now you might think, oh, okay, yeah, let me watch, let me just watch a YouTube video. Oh, let me just uh, read that book. It's not the same, okay? Uh, most of these YouTube videos, they're just like introductory videos for you to click on their link in their description to actually get the system which actually has most of the value. But the video in itself, yeah, you can get, grab a few bites here and there, but it's, it's nothing, you know? Uh, same thing in books. Okay, it's great for the mindset. Okay, it's great to read things. But unless you actually have some feedback from someone who knows what he's doing, those books are just like general theory. They're not like really applicable. He doesn't give you like a clear system, like do this, do that, do that, do that. And a system that's tailored to you as well, to some extent. And he doesn't provide you with a place where you can ask questions, get feedback on your own game. And you can only do this with a mentor or a coach or someone who can help you personally. I can guarantee you that. So now, if you, want, if you truly want to master your dating life, if you truly want to learn all these systems, all these practices, well, personally, it took me eight years to figure all these things out because I, I fumbled around for many years until I actually invested in some mentors. And that skyrocketed my results. Um, I invested in my first bootcamp when I was 19, back in Montreal. Um, and since then, I've had incredible results and I took many other boot camps, many other coachings. Uh, and obviously I went out, you know, every day for many years, you know, approached women, you know, went out in some of the best venues, some of the best clubs, traveled the world, you know, hosted boot camps, hosted seminars, hosted all of that. That compounds, all of that compounds over time. And that's how I got to where I'm at. You know, and for the past eight years, I've been helping men from over 39 plus countries to skyrocket their dating lives. Guys from the US, Canada, France, Europe, all over the world, you name it. Okay. And some of these guys are exactly like yourself right now. If you're listening to this, you're an entrepreneur, you're a professional, uh, you want to improve your dating life without sacrificing your other goals. Maybe you have fitness goals, business goals. You want to do this efficiently. You want to have a rotation of women. You want to have one, two, three dates a week. Um, or you want to do this to find like a girlfriend at some point. Well, that's what I've done with them. And now they're getting multiple dates a week whenever they want, you know. So if you want to get there, um, you have the Data Accelerator Mentoring. This is an elite program that I'm hosting uh, every eight weeks. Every eight weeks, we have a new cohort. And during those eight weeks, I'm going to show you all the systems that you need to put in place to get there. Guaranteed no tricks or no gimmicks or whatever. I'm going to show you exactly how to do it from A to Z, everything, everything I know. We also have the mastermind group with it. We have guys from all over the world inside the mastermind. Uh, if the mentoring is too, is not affordable for you, then you have the course only. This is self-paced. 
Otherwise, you have the membership, you have the bootcamp. If you want to join me uh, every two months, I host a bootcamp. I'm going to host a bootcamp in Belgrade very soon, April, and then one in June um, in Tallinn, Estonia. Uh, but I've done one in Athens a few weeks ago. Amazing bootcamp. Uh, we had an amazing time. And Greek women are amazing. Keep an eye on those. HarrisHalfCircle.com slash uplevel. You can find my bootcamp dates. Uh, and then you have my books, obviously, classics, Instagram secrets, Playbook secrets. Those are the classics. So um, that's pretty much it, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, let me know in the comments. I'm here for you. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. See you in the next video.